Hey, it's uh, November 5th, 2020, and this is the Candy Kid Podcast. November 5th is a very special day that echoes around the world. It connects with me in many ways, and we're going to get into that and a lot more. Um, some breaking news coming out of the UK. Um, we're going to talk about that. And by default, there is just a, a very interesting story developing around the United States elections. So first, I'm going to start with something that I feel the whole world should hear. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Hear me, people, because I'm about to roar all my anger. We live in a world where truths are twisted and lies become the truth. People are getting dumber while phones are getting smarter. We live in a world where food is becoming a luxury and chemicals are piled up at our grocery stores. We live in a world where humans are cutting down and destroying the trees to write down, save our nature, while they are making paper of those fallen stars. We live in a world where animals are getting captured, hunted, and slaughtered for mankind's enjoyment instead of our need for hunger. We live in a world where clouds are disappearing, countries now appearing. We live in a world where people are drinking poison as water and they do the ice bucket challenge with the pure one. We live in a world where people are more interested of a naked body than a corpse of an innocent soul. We live in a world when doctors tell you that doing drugs is bad for your health while they are becoming your personal drug dealers. We live in a world where some women are getting paid to be naked while others are getting fined for being covered. We live in a world where the person of truth has no friends and the imposter is the most reliable one. We live in a world where banks trick you that they are holding on to your hardworking savings for your welfare to the rich worlds, but it's all instead invested for the manslaughter of the world wars. We live in a world where governments promise you all your privacy while they are monitoring every step you make and do. We live in a world where people are taking their clothes off to get noticed and propose their egos with fake likes. We live in a world when a celebrity dies, there are millions of people in grief. And when millions of innocent are slaughtered in a genocide, the world goes silent. We live in a world where people rather spend their precious time with their selfie stick instead of their loved ones. We live in a world where all organic vegetables are about to disappear and they are replaced by poison pills. We live in a world where the authorities are killing their own citizens for protection and tells them at the same time that murder is wrong. We live in a world when you are injected by the vaccines as soon as you are born for your healthy well-being in life while the virus in it kills you before you have the opportunity to open your eyes. We live in a world where innocent countries are invaded by false grounds, conquered of their human rights and getting slaughtered for greed. And when they finally fight back to defend themselves, they are labeled as the terrorist ones. 
We live in a world where depression is more common than a happy feeling. People need to take drugs to feel alive because they all are dead inside. We live in a world where a rich man has nothing to show for and the poor one have everything to thank for. We live in a world where all the religions are preaching peace and harmony while they are slaughtering each other in the name of the same God. They all are believers. We live in a world where people ignore you and take you for granted when you are alive. They all suddenly love you, cherish you, even cry for you. They will tell you the most beautiful things about you. They will say how much you mean to them, how much they miss you when you die. I don't want to live in this world no more. So remember, remember the 5th of November. That was my broken heart. You all had to hear while I'm dying of all this anger. So, I share this with you on the 5th of November in remembrance of who we are, what we are, and where we are. This is an episode that means a lot to me. Um, I was going to have it alone no matter what. Then Craig hit me up with some breaking information out of the UK and just the alignment uh, warranted in exchange for an alignment of awarenesses that we are all experiencing different ways, but it is happening right now. So Craig from the UK is what you are currently known as. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> I just want to say thanks for having me back, man. <laughs> three times now I've been on this conversation, so it's a real pleasure to be here. But um, I don't know the authenticity of what's coming out of the UK and how authentic it is, but multiple... Um, multiple people are saying exactly the same thing um, in regards to, and I'm going to quickly find his name so I don't get his name wrong. Bear with me. His name is Michael O'Bernicia. Mm -hmm. Seems to be a character that seems to be um, stomping and stomping quite hard at the moment. Um, for me, as I said in the last podcast, I haven't been following much. I've been kind of doing nothing, as you said, do nothing. Um, and I've been kind of moving away from the world. But seeing this guy mentioned in three or four cases and also having one cases in the UK against mortgages. So, you know, I've spoken to you before about mortgages. Have I spoken to you about before about mortgages? And No, you haven't. So I have a theory... Uh, over the last sort of year, I've been thinking about how, say year, nine months, I've been thinking about how to tackle the government and how to tackle what they're doing. And Oh, you did mention this. Go for about it. Gandhi and his non-payment of tax in India got rid of the British Empire. Mm -hmm. But over here, we can't do that because they've labelled that as fraud. So my next area of attack was going to be mortgages. Because only certain people could pay mortgages. And if you stopped paying a mortgage, like, for instance, a tenant in the UK, if the tenant lives in a house that's owned by a landlord and that landlord doesn't um, carry out the raw, neat necessities of the, within, that, within that house, like, for instance, the utilities, plumbing, gas, electricity, things that are actually part of the building itself, then the tenant has a full right to withdraw payment of rent until that is sorted. It's a law we have in the UK. It allows for tenants and landlords to operate on a healthy balance. So I've always been looking at now this guy 
again, I'm going to say his name, Michael Obanissia. Mm. Uh, he seems to be uh, tackling and has won in the past tackling mortgages. I've also seen videos, which I've also got, I believe, saved where. Hey, OK, Craig, look, sorry. One, I, one I wanted to deal with what breaking news, which was that audio that I'm about to play in a second. Yeah. But yeah. two, um, I don't resonate with taking down the system with the system. I used okay. to think about that, but that yeah. is not how it worked, because it's the, if the system is corrupt by default, why are yeah. you playing fair? So yeah. you don't. I mean, I hear you. There are okay. ways to have battles won, but that's not the one for me. Okay. So um, what you sent me was um, some audio that uh, pretty much put people on alert for what is pending or what is coming. Yeah. And before I play it, I want you to tell me what triggered you or what resonates with you in what's being stated in this audio? Um, so with that was um, this video, what resonated me with this video was his connection to a previous video I'd seen of him mentioning about mortgages. I was, that was the connection that I got. So this Michael guy who I believe is the man behind this audio is also the man behind the, another video that I'd seen mentioning about taking down, uh, using mortgages as a, as a way of taking control back to the people from the government in this current position we're in so that's why this guy's resonated with with me because it's yeah this one here so it's um for me it at first i'm still very unsure about it but this isn't just the first time i've been sent something like this this is happening um, apparently on a mass scale to do with the barons of the uk all right it's a, it's so a common law thing this is Sorry. the audio um breaking out of the uk take a listen Getting used to this new technology, but today is the 4th of November and it is around 4.30 in the afternoon. Over the next 48 hours, everybody and anybody who can uh, tune into this channel will hear about the downfall and the takeout of the government of the UK. We are issuing arrest warrants for the cabinet over the next uh, little while and uh, eventually all of the uh, parliament, all members of parliament who have already been notified of their criminal fraud prosecution individually will be served their own warrants. This is just a channel to be able to keep you updated what to do, where to be, how to enjoy this, and to really celebrate at the end of it. This is the end of the tyranny, and this is something that we have all been working for for many, many years, and now is the time when we're taking them down, notably on the 5th of November. Remember, remember, enjoy. So I'm going to quickly take a, take my words back. That's not Michael, because Michael, the guy that I believe has got a slight northern accent, I think maybe Northumberland. Um, so that's not connection there. I there is my connection there was mortgage wise, and he, the same guy is involved in the same takedown. That this is where because it wasn't the first time I'd heard something like this in regards to barons, lawyers, solicitors, and legal proceedings against the government. I've heard it five, six times, very much in the last maybe two and a half, three weeks. So they've all been uh, unsubstantial. They've all just been claims that have come from uh, to me out of the blue. Now, this one twinned with the Michael Obernicia video with the taking down of the mortgages twinned, is able for me to see a pattern where there is definitely a legal proceeding happening and there is substance behind it. Because 
up until I'd seen that Michael video, I was even like, like I said, was even trying to get the word out to people. Hey, if enough of us stopped paying our mortgage, just stopped and hold the money back from them. We're taking the power back to ourselves. I know you're saying about it playing on the same playing field, but you know what? We have so many laws and, and policies and, um, and um, things in place to control the people is, is, is there isn't many avenues left to take back control of that and a lot of the people can't see a way of taking back control so that's the uk right now is in a form of obedience just because he can't see a solution if you give people a solution like for instance not paying your mortgage keeping the money there so nothing can be done but not paying your mortgage will will at least test the waters of where the control or how much control the people can get back. That's where um, I connect. And that's why this video resonated with me because it was a mixture of all of those coming together. It's probably a, a very tedious link, but it's the way I see it. <laughs> now, Craig, you know, many times we have discussions and you say something that you feel should be done or you feel is authentic and people should get there, whether it was how music should be presented, what we should focus mm -hmm. on. And I, I tend to show you things and I'm like, I did this or I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. So listening to you talk about um, the mortgage aspect, mm -hmm. for me, uh, I get it. I fully understand. And what I want to show you is something that I wrote some years ago that goes as such. In protest of banks, various activities have called for all customers of large banks to withdraw their funds and transfer them to local credit unions and small banks. While this action may send a message of displeasure to big banks, it will not resolve any short or long-term problems with money. In order to truly disrupt the operations of banks and see the power we have over money, the simplest and most effective course of action is to withdraw all funds from all banks and hold said funds physically. Do not open another bank account. Do not transfer funds to a credit union. Do not set up direct deposit with an alternate financial institution and do not pay any bills for 50 days. By withholding funds from the banks and debtors, the people will witness the real power of money and how we can control it. I propose November 15th, 2012 as the commencement date of this worldwide celebration with several days dedicated to mass purchases and group gatherings. What better 50 day span to show the power of people over commerce, the power of unity and reason versus that of divide and conquer. It will be imperative that we aid our family, neighbors and community, group conversations, meals, I like bonfires and activities will reform the strong bond lost long ago. A bond that was never broken though greatly forgotten. We give money power though we only need people power. November 15th, will you dance at the celebration? And so I, it was more than just the banking or the housing. It was stop the flow of money everywhere. Look in your cabinets, look to your neighbors, look to your family, share things. But for 50 days from November 15th on, stop the flow of all money around the world and watch what happens. You will see a, a conversation and an echoing, a domino effect of empowerment 
that could not take place if this didn't happen is no different than the current world stoppage. There are changes and adjustments and evolutions taking place and considerations taking place, conversations taking place that never would have happened if the world didn't stop for such a big moment of consideration. So I hear you, Craig, I'm with okay. you in the intention of what you wanna do. So I'm not saying don't do it. I'm yep. just saying we can go a bit harder. If we can get that far, let's, let's, let's go for it because I'm these gonna, baby I'm steps- I'm gonna say this right now. My job here is to, uh, to, to be able to be a solution provider. First, I have to edge, I have to get rid of my ego. I totally have to get rid of my ego. I have to get rid of this, belief that, okay, I'm allowed opinions, I'm allowed theories, but I'm also have to be open to the fact that these may, they, they, they have to, they have to evolve. They absolutely have to evolve. And like, I, I, I know full well that me as one person could only achieve so much, but as a team of people, that's when things become so, so powerful. And okay. I'm wrong. I, 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 my learning experience here is that I'm on the right track, but my, my evolution is, is that, okay, I can punch harder now that I have your words behind me. You got my support, man. I know where your heart and your focus is and I support that passion. So I'm just giving you something else to consider because yeah. I've considered where you're at. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. I considered that. Will you consider this? That's it. Yeah. So, um, Today is November 5th, and November 5th came to be known as a day for a small uh, community of revolution, the evolution of thought of what government and control should uh, be and how it should be changed. And for many, it started with this seed planted by this film called V is for Vendetta. And for myself, it started with the story of Guy Fawkes that I knew of many years before and how he was so eloquently put into this story that was shared where there are so many constructs between us and our problems that if we destroy these images and these constructs, we can get closer to realizing that it's us. And so what I want to play now is a clip that resonates with me as I look at how well V is for Vendetta portrayed the current world situation we're in right now with doubt in the media, world elections, world powers, um, virus, uh, vaccines. I'm going to show you a scene and we're going to uh, have a quick chat. I've got and this on my hard drive, <laughs> this film. <laughs> I got it in my heart, man. You ready? What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman, and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. In the former United States, civil war continues to devastate the Midwest. Scientists attribute this latest water shortage to the lack of rainfall the last two years. Ministry officials expect water coupon prices to rise. Police have arrested nine suspects. Can you Police believe this shit? Reporting avian flu going on all summer. Outside the quarantine zone, a new airborne pathogen has killed 27 people. 
Authorities have uncovered new evidence linking the terrorist organization called V to the St. Mary's viral attack on London 14 years ago. And so when we look at where we are right now and what's going on, what's your first reaction to that clip? I, um, I actually, um, I haven't seen the film. So I've seen that for the first time and I must, I was trying not to hide a laugh because I watched that and what I see is the opposite side of what probably most people see. Most people will see the lies portrayed in the film from the media and blah, blah, blah. But what I see is people sat down drinking wine and drinking beer and drinking at pubs and not giving a shit, <laughs> which is essentially what it's becoming right now. <clears throat> people just <clears throat> not giving a shit. And um, I see both sides at the end of the spectrum on that because obviously that's just full of media, which is exactly what's going on right now. I just... I don't know whether I see a prediction or I don't know whether I see um, a test. A test of what? I'm under the illusion, strong illusion, that Hollywood has been used to test fears on the people to one day be able to use against them. Viva Viva Vendetta being one of those films masked in comedy or comedic forms. Um, so I'm trying to work out whether the producer knew something or Hollywood were fear testing. I call it essentially fear testing. Um, again, linking it to Ricky Gervais saying that the, the echelons of Hollywood and the people that the Hollywood foreign press essentially um, when he's when Ricky Gervais says they don't speak English, helped me paint my illusion that they are Chinese, and um, which has helped me potentially join two dots that China has been using Hollywood to understand the West's fears through their illusions of freedom, to then be able to use against them when they went when they were to assimilate them. Strong theory. So are you saying that you feel China is in control of the Hollywood message and the Hollywood influence is it over the media and therefore the media is influenced by the Communist Party of China? I think the dots naturally join themselves. All right. If you, if you only go and look at how the East operates and what they're doing with Victoria right now and how they're controlling things. Yeah, I, I, I would, I, there's a strong belief that um, CIA, Hollywood and China are 100% affiliated. That's just, a, that's based upon. So when I show you this clip, you see this image on your screen. What do you think of that? Is that an accurate depiction of our world today? Yeah. So if someone is listening to this, what do you see right now? How would you describe what you're looking at? Uh, it For me, it's a feeling. Like, I know I see art and I see... Um, I don't necessarily see humans. 
here. I only see one human. So, um, I don't necessarily see obedience here like of humans. I see the obedience of computers using humans. Um, I don't see I don't see communism. I definitely don't see communism because there's one person commanding. So in terms of accuracy, probably not because it's essentially not communism. This is a dictatorship represented as communism because it's lots of equal platforms. But um, okay, cool. It's powerful. It's it's a strong image. It's definitely got me thinking. Yeah, I'm seeing obviously. I'm seeing the 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 the, the, the what's his name, Winnie the Pooh on. Um, the captain's helmet or whatever it is, the, the, the Admiral's Empire, uh, the helmet thing here. Mm. Um, the exclamation mark of, with well, a human, is that, what is that? Exactly. Before the exclamation mark. So, so I'm, I'm dissecting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, right see, now. It's quite confusing. Today is November 5th in the UK and it was announced in advance that a lockdown would begin. In addition, a couple of days ago, there was something announced that I guess it was going to be pushed up in because of an alert or some warning. So you're in it. You're there. What's happening? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What does it feel like? What's up? Um, the last couple of days, I've seen people, more people with masks on. Um, I, I haven't seen any heat. I haven't seen any aggression yet. I haven't heard any violence. I tell you one thing, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of military activity, and I mean a lot. We've had um, yesterday. We had a lot of military planes flying very low over our sea, very, very low. Where they, they don't normally. Okay, so in Norfolk, where I am, I think I told you this before. We've got two major American base, bases that are mm. American soil, so that you have to change all of your money to be able to you to live there, basically. And this, I think, they're quite important outposts for the american army because everything else further than us is basically russian owned it's russia okay finland norway sweden maybe sweden not so much but you start heading over towards the russian part and it's for the last since july the 5th we've had a lot of military activity but yesterday was i, I was even getting friends messaging me going hey What's going on here? Why is there so much? This is ridiculous. And they were flying really low as well. So that's, I can't tell whether that's for show to create intimidation and, and intensity within the people underneath. It definitely worked for sure. We, it, a lot, it made a lot of people worried. Um, but on the streets, it's major supermarkets and major chains that are uh, adhering to the, 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 the masks. But the people are not the the the, the, gen, the general people are not, and and even some people are refusing to are refusing to close. There are people that are doing that, so it is. There is some resistance. There is oh, I, let me tell you for sure, the resistance is there, like one hundred percent. Even my business partner now is is has plans on what he wants to do because he's absolutely dis, just absolutely livid with our government and the more they keep making these silly mistakes the more they keep making the people that were obedient to them against them and it's happening i'm watching more and more and more and more people but people are still wearing the mask because the fear of 
dying is the ultimate fear that everybody has. And you can't ignore that. Even when I'm walking past and I'm asking them why they're like, just because it's, I just, the excuse is, I just don't want, I just want to go through my day. I just don't want to go through challenge. The, we've, we've been conditioned so long in the UK for this tyranny that, okay, the people have allowed it. Our country has allowed a lot of this tyranny to go on, but the government has taken it a step too far right now. And the people are beginning to turn. And I'm, 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 I'm so proud of that. I really am because I'm starting to see people go, do you know what? Like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to wear my, I'm going to not going to wear my mask. Okay. I went to Lidl's, which is a, a German supermarket here and they're enforcing it still. But even people now are not going shopping. They're going elsewhere. So it's we've got groups and all sorts of stuff over Facebook, like, for instance, groups that highlight people that are profiteering off of this coronavirus. It's like, for instance, our shop was selling masks for £2.50 when he was buying the whole pack for £2.50. So it, it, we've got groups that will highlight that and go, hey, this is ridiculous, so then we'll go down. And, and it's nice because... Where, where the British people are so arrogant, and we are incredibly arrogant, that now is allowing for a positive flow to come out of it because that arrogance is allowing people is, is forcing people to stand up and challenge everything that's being done against them. So the blessing in disguise is there that we've, we've been forged that way because now it's why I believe we're the last person, that we're the last, sorry, not the last person, the last country to go through this because they had to test it everywhere else because... They knew that we'd be the toughest nut to crack. And they're trying to crack us now and they won't. They can't. They physically can't crack us. They if if people like I'm what I'm seeing is right now is okay, people understand in this country that protests are not going to do anything. And 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 that simply is because well, what's been happening in Rome ever since the early days of Rome? Protests. Studying. All they've done is study protest after protest. They pass that knowledge down because they're smart, because they understand the importance of knowledge. They pass that down to right now to this day where people are going out going, oh, my God, I think a protest is going to work. When in actual not, you're just playing into their tactics because they've studied it for so long. So now people are going, well, hang about. Like you said in our last conversation, let's do nothing. OK, some people are absolutely must go out to work, but that more and more people are realizing well, actually, if you go to work still, and let's just say, for instance, an industrial estate with 400 businesses on them, stop, all start going to work. There's not going to be enough enforcers to enforce the fines, especially if you refuse to pay them. So you are taking back that control. And a lot of people are... And I don't know the major cities, and I will keep resonating that. Is I don't know London. I don't know Manchester. I don't know Newcastle. I don't know Birmingham. It, it could be a little bit more heated here, but in Norwich, it's predominantly calm. And you're going around and people... An experience I had the other day in my local shop was everybody was wearing a mask. And the moment I challenged, one person took their mask off. Next thing you know, the whole shop was unmasked. They're just looking for a shepherd. That's all they're looking for is looking for a shepherd, for someone just to stand up for them and go, well, I'm going to defend you. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge these stupid flipping rules on your behalf, not just my behalf, because it's my obligation as a human being to defend not just my own freedoms, my own rights, my own applications, but also other people's. Because that's why I signed up to join the army in the first place. And that's why I'm wearing my military shirt right now. I'm, this is my army shirt. Mm. Because I did, 
I, I signed up to fight for my country. And this is essentially a fight for my country. It's just on a different battleground. But people are waking up to that it's on a different battleground. But there are still a few. Don't get me wrong. I, there could be, a, it could get, be getting quite hostile in London. I'm not keeping an eye on it because I, the more I focus on the positive energy, the, the, the more I'm able to deal with the people in my local areas, which is a virus in itself because I then become infectious. Hmm. So, yeah, that's 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 where as well that's what I'm seeing right now. I, I, I'm not seeing much um, aggression or negative activity in my city. You, you'd probably be asked, it'd probably be better to get someone from Manchester on or someone from Newcastle on or someone from London on because they'd be able to better to describe it. So I'm but, gonna uh, I'm gonna read you something that um, I composed on May fifth. Uh, and get your your first reaction to how it resonates with you. Curfews, fake news, growing disbelief, conflicting reports, redacting facts, and highly questionable take twos. It's not that we hate rules. It's the fact that hate rules. Did you ever think a lockdown would go past April? (laughs) Businesses are broke. Designer masks became cool. Don't let the children lose hope. Remember, our strongest friends may break too. I don't understand all of you media faithfuls. Blindly believing, easily seen, misleading headlines and pictures that mainstream media paints you. Tainted views scream tainted viewpoints from views of tainted news. We dug through the lies. We dug through the pies. We've uncovered the crimes. Look at their eyes as they broadcast their lies. Look, it's not that we hate rules. It's the fact that hate rules. The uprising has arrived and this time I promise myself that I'm not dragging slaves to truth. MCKM is the breakthrough. (laughs) Okay, here's a soft kiss to wake you. And so that was kind of like when I foresaw the song "Okay" coming to be shared with the world. It was like this is a soft introduction to a very potent message of awareness that's about to start hitting people at this frequency of 432. Purposeful intention is not entertainment; it's edutainment, if anything. And yeah, that was just where I was on that. So, um, what do you think? Powerful, rich. Mm. Very. Oh man, <laughs> my mind thinking again. You always set my mind thinking. Like, um, hate does rule. Hate does rule. And in this song, it's a clever twist on getting, allowing people to. change their way of thinking about to, towards hate and changing that a way that's not allowing them to become resentful. Because that is, I'm glad you picked through that fine line. So right now, um, are you seeing any of the feedback related to the confusion and disarray of the United States and the election? No. Is there anything in the UK about that? No, Okay. not that I'm seeing. And I, I wouldn't think that is as pervasive yet because you're in your own tumultuous state of transition. 
And so what people, if you zoomed out, you would see that it would almost seem like the world is being played like a checker or chessboard where oh. all these individual nodes are under attack by either the people or the media. And the people are slowly getting past the media to a more pervasive issue, trying to figure out what is really going on. But everyone is in their own world or realm fighting the same exact thing. So I was just curious as to what you heard or what was taking place. So, yeah, cool. I'm I'm under no illusion here that the British people are um, waking up to the potential reality that Donald Trump is a distraction on top of a distraction. And what I mean by that is whilst Donald Trump and the whole election process goes on, laws in this country are constantly changing. And the corruption is growing. And I think that's potentially, if Britain doesn't believe that, I'd like to echo this, is that if you are focusing on America, I'd like you to bring your focus back onto our own country. Because if Trump is a good guy, which I hope he is, he's only got eyes for America. We have no leader here. We have nothing here. We have no one of his ability to be able to dissolve this tyranny. Um, and we need someone. We don't, no, I'm gonna retract, redact that. We don't need someone. We should want someone. We should want someone, we, we should want some, we, we should want, not someone, we should want something, i.e. And I, it's very hard because I don't want to point in terms of a dictatorship because someone is pointing out that it needs to be a dictatorship. It doesn't. It needs to be a team. That would be a hypocrite to what I've said further, further back in this conversation. So we so, need to become, instead of looking for someone, we need to become. There we go. And so um, it's November 5th. It is an epic day for those who know and have this intention on this is a day to stand up for change because it echoes in 2020 where there's a lot of confusion and disarray and doubt and uncertainty in the air. Right now, the biggest foe of the people collectively is the media conglomerate around the world. There is so much distrust in the media that whether it's an election it's the news of a virus or a vaccine. Don't all of a sudden think that you're being told the truth because it agrees with your perspective or it shifts towards a greater evil, but not a, a, a greater good. The media is not all of a sudden telling you the truth, not about elections, not about viruses, not about lockdowns. They're not immediately telling you the truth. So take in discernment, <laughs> don't afraid don't be afraid to be called crazy for questioning things but realize that what you see right now is nowhere near what is not even 50 percent i remember this one phrase and i'll close out in, on this no, i was no, you're always not closing, out. You're not closing out i'm gonna <laughs> right. get you to read something else <laughs> believe half of what you hear and none of what you see craig what would you like to say I, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to say anything on that. Um, I'd like you to read something out for me. Um, 
I just think you reading it out would sound better. So, and I think I, someone I know would appreciate it as well. Could you read out Desiderata for me, please? <laughs> Not right now. Oh. But I got you. That's so funny you say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think it would be a perfect end to this because it, the, the, the words in there are so powerful. I think you should read it. You think because I should read it? I, I've read you it. You have a great voice. Let me. And if okay. you do it immediately, we'll make it because I don't want to hang on too long. I'm really appreciative of um, people listening. Um, again, this is the Candy KM podcast. I started this um, because of what censorship and creative shares have been forced to become. And I had no idea how many people welcomed alternate engagements. It's almost like alternate news. It's so many of us that want to express these things, but we're afraid to say it, don't have the words to say it or get flustered when we try to explain it because it's rooted in passion. And passion can make us talk fast. It can make us lose words because our heart and our mind don't align at the same speed to come out of our mouths. So um, are you ready to rock? In front of me, yeah. Here we go. So, go placidly. Oh, yeah, ready? Go placidly amid the noise and haste. And remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For you, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it's a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself, especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly to the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have the right to be here. And whether or not it's clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God whatever you consider him to be whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life keep peace with your soul with all its sham drudgery and broken dreams it's still a beautiful world be cheerful and strive to be happy desiderata by max ehrman 